At Quite The Thing Media, we aim to bring you the best podcasts produced by independent creators, made without constraints. Hi everybody, my name is Jack, founder of Quite The Thing Media, and I'm here with an explainer basically about our new project, which is called Collabs. Joining me to have that conversation is my co-founder, Colin. How are you? Hi, Jack. I am good. Yeah, very good. Thank you. Looking forward to having a chat about this and hopefully bringing it to, to life for some more people. So yeah, this will be good. Yes. And to get a perspective from independent podcasters, we have a couple of hosts and producers of podcasts that are already on the network. We've got Scott from Spyhards. Hello, gents. Thanks for having me. Looking forward to talking about it. And we have Harry from Gamers Watch. Hello. Nice to uh, nice to be here with you guys. Yeah, so we'll just dive straight in, I suppose, with the question, what is collabs, Colin? Now, my, the panacea here is for us to create a new, unique product, basically, for new creators, established creators, independent podcasters where they come they join the collabs it's free for up to 90 days your first 90 days will be free there's no cost there's no hidden charges we get you onto the network and we try to collaborate and create together basically and that includes lots and lots of things that we are we are going to we're going to cover Colin we sort of stumbled upon this idea to be perfectly honest with you but we do think it's got value for like I mentioned new creators independent podcasters already established creators we think it's a we think it's a great idea and that's what we're here to discuss yeah we think it's good for a variety of different types of podcasters like you say for established podcasters it's a way to go into the network and be amongst other sort of podcasts in the same field or the same level of growth as you are and have some shared learning, some shared experiences and have the benefits of just having a network behind you. For somebody who's maybe a little bit earlier down the road of podcasting or perhaps not even started yet, it's a really good way to come into the game and not have to worry so much about all the fiddly things and the annoying things and the things that take up time at the start. Things that... that you have to mess about with in the background and that people don't really appreciate when they listen to the show but have to happen to make your show go on iTunes or go on wherever you want to hear it take some of that pain away from it and let you just concentrate on making your pod sound as good as it possibly can in the first 90 days Well that is what that, that is what we're looking for from an independent podcaster's perspective Scott we are part of a, a group chat which all new members will be invited to very laid back, relaxed, but you have engaged with myself and Colin over the past couple of weeks as we're preparing to launch. What are your thoughts? Have you got any questions from an independent podcaster's perspective? I, I suppose more of a, a statement than a question, but it allows yes. expansion. And I think one of the geniuses of the concept is, you know, really the biggest thing with a podcast is coming up with an idea. And having that good idea. Now, once you've got that, there are all these tricky steps you've got to get through to make it from idea to something in other people's ears. What this does is take away that secondary step so you can focus on finding that killer idea. And I think that's pivotal. 
And that's, and I think that's one of the most attractive features of this whole concept is it allows people to the, the creative space to find that magical idea. Yes, and that is very much part of it. If one of our unique points is you have that idea, as long as you can record an MP3 and get that to us, there will be, as part of the co-laboratory, which um, we're working on just now, there will be assets in there that you can then easily access intro, outro music, access to an already engaged audience in your niche, if it is television, if it is business or whatever, there are 12 different collabs open and available for people to create an idea and they can come, they can join the the podcast team on Captivate.fm, which is our host. It also gives them that little bit of space to maybe learn the the back end of a podcast host looks like, and especially Captivate, obviously. And if you feel like you come along, you create an idea, you produce a few episodes with us, and you feel like you're ready to go out into the big, bad podcasting world, that's an option. You can go and do that. You can, there may be options after the end of the uh, initial 60 or 90 days to maybe produce content for quite the thing. So we are very much open to all. Harry, again, similar to Scott, you seem to find the idea promising and that's why you've engaged with myself and Colin as well. Have you got any any thoughts or questions that first came to your mind when you first heard about the idea? Yeah, so I would just reiterate that the, the main concept of the podcast that, that, that we started is we had an idea of what we wanted to do. But from there, I don't think people really understand the difficulties of actually just getting a podcast put together and put onto the air. So the three difficulties, really, I would say for any new podcaster is going to be marketing, an audience, and finding a host that puts your show where it needs to be. With the collabs in place, you have an already established marketing group, you have a host, and you have your branding. So you've sort of got everything that you need all in one place. So we're we're not a, a new podcast by any means. And myself and my co-host, Sean, we've been podcasting probably for about six or seven years now. We still have these stumbling blocks that we come across week in, week out. Just a few weeks ago, our show vanished off of iTunes. Thankfully, we have that sorted out now. But that's an issue that people don't sort of think about when they're first starting their journey into becoming a new podcaster. So to have a network of people behind us that we could just throw a message into somebody's DM in on Twitter into a group of other podcasters and say, hey, guys, we've come across this really big issue and we don't know how to fix it. Does anybody have any experience in this? We came across three podcasts that had, had the same problem. And the issue was pretty much resolved within about 48 hours. So one of the biggest things that I would say Collabs has going for it is the sort of integration with other podcasters, but that it gets all the difficult steps out of the way. So like you guys have said, you can just focus on creating content that people want to listen to. Yeah, that's it. Collabs are ready-made, so you'll have access to the, the quite the thing brand already integrated into all the major platforms. There's artwork there, intro, outro music, so you can concentrate on your creativity. If you've got more than one host, you can both join the podcast team. You can share that experience and workload out. 
the collabs are in specific genres, basically. So you will have a a targeted audience. And what this also brings is more along the lines of a, a YouTube subscription. I'll maybe go back to Harry about a discussion we had the other day around this. But what it will do is if somebody creates really popping content, let's call it, and lots of people listen to it, because your collab is hosted on a single RSS, listeners come in, they're engaged with TV, film, business, whatever it is. That audience will then be privy to your your productions and your content because what it guarantees is getting your ideas into podcast listeners' ears, basically. Because a lot of the the social sharing side of things, which is important, and the maybe the Facebook advertising or, or things that people do to try and grow an audience is you are putting adverts in front of people that may not listen to podcasts, whereas now you're almost guaranteed to get into podcast listeners' ears. Harry, we had a conversation about the YouTube-style sort of subscription, and you had mentioned a, a channel that was quite interesting that I suppose we are similar to with the collabs. Yeah, so I'm a big follower of a company called Rooster Teeth. They sort of were the, the forerunners of subscription-based uh, content on YouTube. So they're, they're the creators of the long-running show Red versus Blue. Now, what they offer is you can subscribe to the Rooster Teeth YouTube channel and you'll have access to something like 25, 30 individual shows. Now, some of those shows won't be to everybody's taste. So what they're not doing is they're not putting content up that they think everybody's going to like. They're putting content up that is inherent of their brand so that if somebody listens or watches one of their productions, the other productions have the opportunity to sort of scoop in a few of those watchers or listeners. Yeah. And I think that's the important thing about collabs is that you could be part of a, a quite the X podcast group. And if there is two or three other shows that are similar to yours that are pulling in a good audience, then you know going into that that you have that ready-built audience for you rather than doing sort of what a lot of us had to do in the early days and spend basically all their free time on Twitter and on Facebook and sending messages to all their friends and family, you have this already put together audience that you can just share your stuff with to see if they engage with it. And if they engage with it, then great. And if they don't, then it's not cost you anything because you're not having to host your own show on your own RSS feed. And then, you know, if something doesn't work, then you have that ability just to think, right, well, let's try something else. It, it, it isn't a a win-lose situation. It's it's a win-win situation. Either your show works and you go with that idea and then you expand on that further or it doesn't work and you've not lost anything but maybe a, a lesson in what to do in your next show. So it's a really exciting opportunity for people to collaborate, hence the name, but also to sort of build on their own ideas with the help of other podcasters. Um, I, I just think it's a really, really good sort of marketing pitch to to have your show in front of people's ears who already engage with that audience. Yeah, for sure. It's not just for new creators, Scott. Obviously, you have Spyhards, which is going along very well. You've got your engaged audience. But 
you had ideas of maybe trialing new content or coming up with a new idea. So if you are a independent podcaster, you might be on a host that charges you per RSS feed. You can come along, jump onto our Captivate team and trial new things, new shows. Is that something that, again, seems like a, an added bonus for already established podcasters, Scott, because you seemed quite keen on a couple of things, maybe be it TV or be it music, you can expand with us. Yeah, I, I suppose more for me, it was a, a case of potentially looking at ways of merging with other people and other content creators. Now, me and my co-host Cam don't want to have a second show that's necessarily spy hards. We, we do spy hards and you, know, you can already find it. But um, one thing I was looking at is having a different show myself but obviously spinning off from Spy Hards in some sort of way, so perhaps Spy Television or something right. like that, um, which we don't do on the, on Spy Hards. It's primarily a movie only. So having the collabs availability means that I can create a, perhaps a pilot or, or a series yeah. of episodes, run it on the quite the television uh, feed, and if it takes off, then maybe I've got a show on my hands. If it doesn't, well, it was an interesting journey into television. Yeah, that's it. That is it. Colin, what we don't do is want to own anybody's content. We're not in it to steal content or basically like copyright and stuff like that on the Collabs channels will be for Collab creators. For sure, yeah. I mean, anything you do and create under this umbrella is your own content. You own the copyright to it. It is your podcast at the end of the day. It's purely just been released through quite the thing media. But if at the end of the 60 days or at the end of the 90 days you choose to leave, you leave with all your MP3s. You can go and do what you like with them. It's your content at the end of the day. We're not, it's not beholden onto us at that point. Um, to kind of echo a little bit of what some of the other guys have said, um, what Scott was saying earlier about if you're a current podcaster and you want to experiment something else this is a great 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 way of doing it because you literally have nothing to lose you can set something up really really easily um, with us don't have to worry about getting a new host or getting a new RSS feed or any of that stuff you just do go start your new idea do a recording and put it out on one of our feeds if it takes off fantastic you can then have you the choice to make at the end of the 60 days to stay with on quite the thing media or go away and do your own thing and we'll shake your hand and tell you to go off and good luck with that if it's not taken off if the idea hasn't been as good as you thought it might be you've lost absolutely nothing apart from your recording time in terms of doing it it's not cost you anything i am um, we've put the facility in place for you to have the show there put it out you've looked at the audience figures you decided it's maybe not the right thing it's up to you then to maybe try something else or to go back and concentrate on your original podcast with somebody just starting out, it's a very similar process in, the, in that at the end of the 60 days or the 90 days, what's going to happen is either your new podcast ideas of yours is now a success. It's an ongoing podcast, which after 60 days or 90 days could have 8, 10, 12 episodes and a decent sized audience going for it. And you might decide to go on your own with your own RSS. So we'll help you with that. We'll help you get set up with Captivate. We'll help you do that yourself. Or you'll say, right, it wasn't a good idea. It didn't work out for me this time. But nothing ventured, nothing lost, and off you go to try something else. It, to me, it's just a little bit of a no-brainer. If you're starting out or want to try something new, this is the easiest, most cost-effective, and the best chance of something working, I think. I, I, I genuinely, I know it's, I'm one of the co-founders, and it would be 
very silly of me to say anything negative about it, but even if I wanted to, I'm struggling to find anything that would, wouldn't make sense of this. I do think it's a bit of a no-brainer for most people that want to start a podcast or do something different. Well, that is it. There may be discussions at the end of the 60 days as well for a, basically a free forever almost type option where you can join Quite a Thing Media and produce content under the Quite a Thing Media banner. Your show would then get its own RSS on our Captivate team. You wouldn't need to then worry about hosting, changing hosts, but you would have your own show-specific um, RSS at the end of that. Under the Quite the Thing Media banner, you'll be on. Uh, you would be creating original podcasts for for Quite the Thing Media, um, and we will cover your hosting X, Y, and Z, the sort of things that we've already mentioned. We don't want to go on for too long, guys. So, Harry, before we wrap up, I'll go to Scott first. Scott, any quick questions? Any Anything that's popped into your head there before we wrap things up? I suppose to maybe uh, allay some people's fears if they're concerned about uh, copyright and things like that, as, as the gents mentioned, you know, that you own the show. It's literally a testing pool be it for experienced podcasters or brand new. It's a great time to podcast right now. You can try this out. If it takes off, it's your show. If it doesn't take off, it's still your show. It's just an easy way of getting your show in people's ears. And that is, for me, half the struggle. And Harry, anything else? Yeah, I would go along the similar lines that ownership is everything in this. And we would never have sort of joined this network if we thought in any way that our show wouldn't be able to be sort of creative and free to what we wanted it to be and I know that early on we did come across somebody on Twitter who wasn't a fan of our show and they did DM the at quite the team media and your tweet that you put out in response to them was we don't own this show it, it, it's their show they can do with it what they want it's you know they're under our banner but we trust our creators Yes. One of the things I would say is that like, we, I'm an experienced podcaster myself and I always have ideas for new shows I would like to host. And this collabs opportunity may give me a, a chance to go into something that I haven't maybe thought of before. And even my son in the background is quite excited by it. I'm sure you can probably hear that as well. <laughs> yeah, <love it. laughs> And one thing I would say as well is that it, it reminds me very much of sort of say BBC three is a, a big inspiration I, I feel from this where it's giving people an opportunity to get their name out somewhere but in a professional sense surrounded by people that are like-minded so I would just say that any fears or any issues that you have around joining the network starting podcasting I would say just throw any of us in QTT a, a message on Twitter and we'll be there to sort of support you through through that um I suppose one final question Colin what what is it quite the thing we didn't need in return, basically. Well, we've kind of spoken, um, Adam, about how how easy we want to make it for you. So literally, there really is only three things we need from you in order to get started. One is obviously your creativity. You have an idea and you to be ready to start to record something. An open mind as to what you want to make, how you're going to produce it and how the network will support you on it. And obviously, 
your first MP3 within seven days of joining. We don't want people to sign up and still be umming and on a month, six weeks down the line with what they want to do. We actually want you to sign up when you're in a position that you've got an idea, you're ready to record and you want it out there. And for that reason, we'd like to have your first MP3 within seven days of you signing up so that we can get that MP3 out there, get people listening to it and get you the feedback and the sort of... um, hopefully constructive feedback or praise that you need in order to make your product as good as possible. So yeah. we're not asking for a lot here to get you up and running. And just to finally wrap it up, that quite a thing we do. <clears throat> we are all still about independent podcasters. So if you are an independent podcaster and you do want to engage with us, go on site. There is a form that you can fill in um, on one of the pages. I'm sure it's pretty simple to find. Fill it out, pop us a question, because what we might be able to do is we're still offering the independent podcasts a chance to come on get a podcast page on site they might not have a site uh, get involved with the social sharing side of things the twitter groups that side of things we're still very much open to that but this collabs is our our new venture and we would much um i'll be honest we would much rather you engaged with that but we are very much still open without constraints to independent podcasters that want to engage and maybe try and grow their their own brand, like some of the guys have have done with us over the past couple of months. So very quickly, um, thanks to Scott for joining us. Pleasure joining you, lad. Pleasure to join you, lads. Thank you for having me. And Harry. Thank you very much for having me, guys. Right. And of course, Colin. Pleasure as always, Jack. Right, guys, we will speak to you soon. At Quite The Thing Media, we aim to bring you the best podcasts produced by independent creators, made without constraints.